Hello and welcome to Bally Diaries podcast. My name is Amanda. Hey, I'm Robbie. And today we are finally back with a recap episode. We are back and ready as ever. We had the most busiest season of dancing and frolicking on our toes. So we are finally ready to be back. Yeah, we're excited to catch you all up on what we've been up to basically since what, like October to end of December, and then maybe kind of what we're going to be up to in the new year. So let's get started. Um, so October is filled with Dracula for me and Amanda. So my company, West Coast Ballet, this was our second year doing Dracula, and it was kind of chaos. We decided to do it last minute like we weren't really even going to do it at all so we put it together in a very short amount of time but I feel like it still went pretty well right we had a bigger theater some props some backdrops <laughs> a coffin yes, it was coffin. it was chaos but it was we pulled it together in the best way I felt like my body wasn't really in the best shape it could have been but that's okay yeah I felt the same too but I mean, me personally, like even with Nutcracker stuff that we'll talk about later on, like I'm always pretty hard on myself, but especially something like Dracula, because it's like my thing and I'm just, I, I don't know, that's just my mindset about it. Yeah, it's your show, so you have to, you want it to be perfect. Yeah, but yeah, we're very hard on ourselves and very critical, so that just comes with being a Trina. But we didn't rehearse that much for it either. Like we really because coordinating everybody's schedules for like the main cast of people, which was like six of us was psycho. Hard. So psycho. Um, so the fact that we were able to do it with minimal rehearsals all together was quite amazing, in my opinion. And you guys were great to work with. So I'm glad we had a good show and I'm excited to start earlier on yeah. it this year. <laughs> It's hard because there's so much that goes into putting on a show and I was lucky enough to do it, you know, and have like my one of my great friends like put it on. So it's exciting. But the commuting was crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we're so limited in what we can do um, budget wise because this is only our second year doing it. And we're, you know, we started with basically nothing like we're grassroots production type of thing so I just appreciate my whole cast of of awesome dancers and um Edward is already excited to do Dracula again so we got to get going on it <laughs> I'm so excited to get bit again on the neck so fun but I'm excited to start new yeah fresh like earlier earlier than we literally started I think middle of September and the show was end of October yeah nuts I mean we had a base for it because we did it the year before but we added some things we changed some things we had a couple new cast members so it was um it was it's still a lot to do in less than a month basically but we did it and I'm I'm really happy with it honestly I think it turned out well so that was basically October for us consumed by Dracula chaos it was my life 24 7. I feel like the driving too we rehearsed in all the way in South Bay which is like we live in central LA so it's like well, very yeah. well she's in the valley I'm in the west side but 
the commute in LA is just insane. Like if you're driving in LA a lot, you understand. But if you live like somewhere not in LA, consider yourself lucky because the driving is just so much. Takes the life out of me. Uh, lots of driving in October. I'm excited for it to mellow out for a bit. I don't mind it. It's the traffic that gets me, but we signed up for that. So I'm not. We did sign up for that. Yeah, is what it is. The theater week. Theater week, pure chaos because I was also still teaching a little bit, um, just normal teaching hours. And I tried to kind of get some of it covered, but um, I went in a couple days early. The theater was actually really awesome. Scott from, we did it at El Segundo Performing Arts Center and it was a bigger theater, bigger stage. And he was really awesome to work with. So I went in like two days early to just kind of figure out lighting and, and backdrops. We used projections for the backdrop. So that was all yeah, new really to cool. me. I had no idea how to do that. My mom did all the lighting cues again, which she was not excited to do. She just doesn't like the stress of it, but she did it. Um, and then we had like not even like a full tech dress rehearsal. Like we actually didn't really fully run it completely through and smoothly once before the show <laughs> it was so scary because i think the tech slash was it a tech and dress rehearsal tech and dress. we were figuring out i was ill you remember i was laying on the floor face down on this tile in this disgusting dressing room <laughs> i do not lay on the floor i don't sit on the floor I was yeah. laying face down on the floor after that Chipotle. Don't recommend Chipotle before dress rehearsal. No, no, no. no. But uh, yeah, um, we, crazy. We pulled it together. We did though. And it, it was mostly coordinating it with all the light and sound cues and for people backstage and then getting the order down for the whole cast. And we had a bunch of kids in it too from one of the studios I teach at, which was great they were super excited about it but just a lot of moving parts so there's so much that goes into like putting on a show and like all of us like did our part in helping Robbie like put it on and do a good job you know so it was it was really exciting turnout was pretty good yeah it was great turnout show was smooth my mom came in like the same day it was great yeah that was fun um, I had some friends come. It was their first ballet. So just things like that was very, very exciting. So, yeah, that's why we were pretty much MIA in October. <laughs> that's what we were September, doing. like, because we had an episode in September and we were like, we're going to be consistent with this. Well, we're going to be so consistent. We're going to talk every day. But funny thing, though, we did have another episode recorded and I... Where did it go? Not sure. <laughs> I think we talked about social media, so we're going to do a social media episode coming soon yeah. after this one. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know where the heck it went, but we were planning on doing like a release, right? Like it's somewhere around yeah. end of September and it was disappeared, gone. Our goal in this new year is to be consistent with this and really just get you the content that you need because we want to we love this so we're excited to get consistent with it but seriously I I really physically had no time to do any of this it was nuts (laughs) but we're back and ready so uh, anything else to add to Dracula I feel like that was a fair recap of it if you want more of an in-depth episode I guess we could do that but 
Robbie in the coffin was so funny. Oh my god! Because I had to lean over the coffin and be like sad because I was like fake crying, you know, the fake crying in ballet. Like I, I was like, hey, hey, in there, and then she would talk to me back. Well, because I, so basically in my version, we they bring the coffin on, and um, it's we set it up behind the curtain for right now. It's probably gonna change in the future. She dies, by the way. Yes. If you don't or don't know the story of Dracula, like these aren't really spoilers. It's literally in the story of Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is what this is based off of. But I have to sit in this coffin with the lid closed for like three minutes. Scary. And it was actually really comfortable <laughs> how we had it set up. Um, but nice rest time. Yeah, it, definitely. Because the rest of the ballet is kind of a, a marathon. Close your eyes. No, I kept it open just because. I could kind of see like the lights moving and whatnot. So um, I just wanted to be ready for the next entrance. And um, I would have shut my eyes. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have fallen asleep. But um, yeah, anyways, so basically that's the prop that I come out of because Lucy, my character, does come back to life and becomes a vampire. And I come out of it and what's really funny late like after I eventually get staked by Van Helsing I get put back in the coffin and they're looking over me and I'll just be looking at uh, it was our friend Isabella (laughs) and she would have to try to like we would just like make like direct eye contact as she's closing the lid back down but yeah that that was a fun little behind the scenes moment I guess yeah and then I die at the end because I'm so heartbroken and I'm in love with Dracula. So. Yeah, very, it's a very interesting storyline and we've kind of put some twists on it too. And Van Helsing is typically like a male character and I had it danced by a female, my good friend Isabel, and she she yeah, was, she killed it. We love Isabel. She, she slays. Very vampire hunter, which is what I wanted Van Helsing to be more like. Um, so just little twists like that that we, we did. I feel like Mina fits me so well, my character, because I'm just like little dainty girl, like innocent. She's very, she's very innocent in a way, but she's it's weird because she has this like attraction to Dracula and like yeah it was really fun it's always fun to like do story ballets I feel like especially in LA they don't do as many story ballets so it's really fun to do something different like Dracula um I know a lot of like midwest companies do a lot of Dracula that I've noticed yeah I mean I was in Dracula when I was 10 when California Ballet did it and nobody has really done it since so I want to keep building it and I want to like expand on like our production of it is very short because we're so limited in what we can do but yeah I want to keep growing like the story of it and add more to it so like Mm -hmm. you can build on the storyline you know so we'll see Anyways, moving on to our next little gig in LA there's all these different jobs that you can do being a freelancer and we want to do a deep dive into freelancing and like give you guys our tips and tricks on that because you can make a career out of being a freelance ballet dancer you don't necessarily need to be in a company to be a professional dancer which is great and amazing especially if you want to create a life not being controlled and manipulated so Anywho, 
Anywho. And also like a, a, if you want to put it like this, like a work-life balance. I don't know. Like when you're in a company, you're typically five days a week and you're usually exhausted on your days off. So it's, it's things to consider, right? Yeah. And there's always other options, which is great because when I was in a company, I didn't even know that this was like a thing. I didn't know that freelance ballet dancers existed and it's actually really cool because I think Robbie was like one of us like what is she doing I remember like seeing your stuff when I was in the I was like in a company and you were and I was like what is she really doing but you can be paid for these things and people actually can respect you and which is crazy because there's not much respect that happens in the ballet world with paying people and all of that anyways we did a ballet film with a director that um, we worked for in the past last year. Actually, now that is almost two years ago. Now wow. that it's 2024. I, that's great. Yeah, I have Contempo in my mind as like last summer, but I'm like, no, it was literally the summer before, right? Yeah. Oh two years ago. Time flies, y'all. Anyways, so we did this ballet film with... Um, Marine from Contempo Arts Production. She choreographed it and it was like a student film. So honestly, I don't really know. I just kind of got hired to do it. We were kind of just there, just existing. We weren't in all of the scenes, so I'm not really quite sure what everything else that went into it was. But um, yeah, it was like a student film, I believe, for somebody in college. And but we got to shoot at this theater that was really cool. But it was beautiful, Honestly, the theater. it was the day after our Dracula show, which was we a were Sunday. fried. Absolutely dead. Oh my God. Just a mess. And we had to go rehearse on Monday. And I I was late. <laughs> and then I... Robbie frolics in, like, <laughs> with her iced coffee, like, hair disheveled. I, like, look over. I'm like, oh, there she is. <laughs> I'm usually like I will be on time for rehearsals but I think I told Maureen because they were trying to work with our schedules I was like well I can't do anything before this Monday because of Dracula and then I think I said I could only like I wasn't getting there before like 10 a.m or something but I think I was late which is whatever it happens but um and then I had to leave early because I had to go load out of the theater for Dracula it ended up all being fine though yeah Yeah. it, it wasn't um it wasn't a problem so And there were also girls that weren't there that day that were filled in later in the week. So it was a very mellow, like, rehearsal process for it, but... Which is great. Oh, my God, but the filming day was brutal. I mean, I was just in so much pain. The call time was 7 in the morning, and it was an hour and a half away, so... That was the start of it. I got to carpool with one of my friends, so I was like, thank you. Like, I didn't want to drive. Thank you so much, but it ended up being so early we were in point shoes by eight in the morning which is wild we did not warm up it was the type of thing where you just like kind of put on your point shoes you put on the costumes and you just go get your hair and makeup done and just do it and we were it was a core piece which I actually love doing core work it's really fun. Like it's fun just being on the sidelines and just like kind of yeah. standing there with in your lace feed pose. Like I love it. I don't know. That's just something about me. I just love core stuff. Yeah, I I I like core stuff too. I really don't have a problem doing it. I actually do quite 
enjoy it as well. Um, but it was a long film day and a long time I don't know I think it was like a 12 hour day we were there until like 4 or 5 yeah it was very long but Um, on these days at least they had some food for us we had nice lunch I think I ate two of those bowls because I was so hungry but I have not been in that much pain in point shoes in a really long time I don't know why it was so bad it was it hit different I think it was because the so many hours of just standing in shoes like when you're actually dancing on point mm-hmm. it feels different but if you're just standing in those coffins it is rough yeah and I think I was just like I couldn't get my point shoe on my foot on that Monday after Dracula like my foot was really swollen. I was in a lot of pain it was like my metatarsal and I just could not get my feet inside my shoes. But uh, Thursday was a little better, but my toes were absolutely done. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really honestly know too much about the film other than the scenes that we were in, which was the corps de ballet stuff. We haven't even seen it yet, but we had our little girly photo shoots when we were there. We love our little. Yeah, but I think we also got a network with some of the other girls that were... um, in it and make some connections for future projects so that's kind of what it's about in a way and yeah. that was definitely nice so I think it was, it was worth it in the sense um, yeah. Doing it. yeah there's always good people to like network with you always want to be connecting with people which is very important for freelancing and make new friends too mm-hmm. I loved that day because I just got to hang out with Robbie and my good friend Carmen and all the girls there. We're just like, we're just sitting there gabbing. So uncomfortable though. I was just dealing with a lot coming after Dracula. I just remember being like so uncomfortable. (laughs) It was very an uncomfortable day, but the director was so nice to like work with. Also that, so basically there was two scenes. There was the scene where it was like the performance scene. And so we did that dance scene so many times probably like 30 times it was a lot you did do it a lot yeah that's because they have to get a bunch of different angles and views that's how like filming goes it's but it, it was a lot in point shoes too especially people who don't understand ballet like not that they don't understand ballet but just being in point shoes your feet swell. they don't understand like how it feels in that sense like it's not just like you're wearing tennis shoes or heels um but yeah so we had that performance scene and then we did the rehearsal scene and we were all just like stretching and then the director comes in and this is where it hit me different the first time it happened I got scared in my trenches I ran across the room like I was so scared because the guy came out and he was like clapped really loud and he's like girls get in your get in your place and I was like just the trauma the trauma I haven't been in that type of situation where a director or ballet teacher yells at you it is like sinks in your stomach you're scared you you run to your place and I think for me I was just like oh like I didn't quite like that because I feel like we should be like moving away from that type of like stereotypical idea of ballet I do not 
I did not enjoy that. It, it's not just stereotypical like it is a real thing that like a lot of dancers especially in school have dealt with like with still deal with. and still deal with absolutely and even in company life there are a lot of directors that behave like that and it's just so ridiculous so that's why I do freelance now but yeah that scene was crazy I was like okay <laughs> I'm good and we had to do it like so 10 times time. and by the last time I was like okay like I it's not hitting as hard but it did bring back a lot of like the same like trauma that I had that I I forgot that I existed inside of me. Yeah, I know. Um, ballet trauma is real. We should like do a deep dive on like our ballet trauma. I know it's like a sensitive topic to talk about, but I think it's important to go into that because we've dealt with a lot that is like no one really like talks about if you don't know in the dance industry it's deep it hits different and it's like it's I feel like I've forgotten about a lot of things because I just you block it out you yeah you block it out whether it's intentional or not but yeah I would be down to talk about it because a big reason why I'm not in a company anymore and people ask me this they're like the the comment on Instagram they're like why aren't you in a company like it's purely by choice I'm sure we could easily go audition for a company and get a job (laughs) I just don't want to (laughs) yeah there's a there's it's just like better this way I I would love to be in a company again I feel like I do have that slight desire to be in a company and but I do love where I live I love the city life I love just like connecting with people and learning new things so it is great in that sense but I do get that question they're like where do you dance I'm like oh I'm freelance like I do get paid like I feel like there's also like oh do they really get paid like are they really like blah 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 or it's like if you're not with a company like you're not like because it's so textbook like you train to be a ballet dancer and then you go with a company right so when you're not in that it's like get with it for 2024 now like there's so many different routes you can go with being a ballet dancer like you don't have to just join a company which is great and we love that moving on one of my students that I teach she told me that her friend is getting married and wants a ballerina to be at her wedding. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. That sounds fun. Her wedding was like themed, like very like fairy tale vibes, like winter wonderland. It was in November, November 11th, which is so cute, 11-11. So she decided that she wanted two dancers because originally I was going to do it by myself, which thank God I had my bestie to do it with me because if I didn't have her, I'd be... I'd be like, where am I? But it was very fun, very chaotic. It was crazy. But yeah, Amanda asked me to be the other ballet dancer. They, the other Trina. Yeah, They wanted us as like entertainment. Like they had some musicians they hired as well. But basically we had done like a couple phone calls with um, the bride and she kind of gave us like a rundown of what she wanted and she basically left most of it up to us because they weren't really familiar with how ballet works necessarily, right? So So she wanted like the Four Swans music and then she wanted Sugar Plum Fairy variation 
And then she wanted the full snow scene, which we didn't really like figure out what we were doing. We were in my apartment. We have these videos and we were, I have this little tiny narrow hallway in my kitchen kind of living room area. And we were just like trotting down, trying to choreograph this the day before, like knowing us, like this is very on brand for our situation. Like we did this the day before and so sorry. We, we did really good. We did, but we... We improved like, all, most of it. Like, most of Snow Scene were, like, <laughs> trotting around. We were, it was, like, Robbie solo and then my solo. Yeah. And then I would wait and do some arms. But they enjoyed it, and they just really wanted to see, like, movement from ballet dancers in point shoes and in tutus. But we had choreographed a lot for Sugar Plum. We fully choreographed that. We fully choreographed the swan dance yeah. as well. It was snow. But that's because, so this was what, like a week or two after Dracula, I was still teaching now going into Nutcracker rehearsal seasons with the studio I was at. I had been sick too, I think right after that um, short film we did. Oh my God. Well, and then I'm just a procrastinator, so (laughs) I'm trying to, you know, but we made it work. The, I think snow scene is really hard with only two people because that's normally with like a whole quarter ballet. So that was a lot and we we did that and the pay was very 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 good which it always is good for these like small gigs that you do at a wedding um I actually performed at a um child's first birthday party the floor was strawberry strawberries all over the like plastic floor and we did snow scene again and white tutus so that was like a week after this wedding I got hired last minute to do it and we had like one rehearsal and it was like three of us and crazy we almost had to do double on day dons which I was terrified we changed it to a single so that was so slay but I was so scared (laughs) Well, because the floor too, like you talked about, um, ours was like what, like a marble floor that we were on? We show up. It's a beautiful venue. There's like these huge giant chandeliers, stunning. But the floor was like this marble floor, kind of like a marble granite counter. It was like that. It's very sleek. So sleek, but, but so dangerous. Point shoes, that's a little something else. So. Yeah. We put a bunch of rosin on, but quite frankly, it didn't do that much. So we were just super cautious with our movements. Um, and for those types of things, you have to be cautious. But a lot of dancers actually rubber their point shoes for gigs like this. We did not because we come unprepared. But I didn't have time, and I have like one. I had like one pair of gainers that were like working for me, yeah. and I just I don't want to put. I don't like the suede tips, so like I just didn't want to do that. But yeah. But there's options to make it less slippery and for future I would probably like get a pair of point shoes just to like have them rubbered. Mm, um, like we should do that actually. That should be on our New Year's goals to get our point shoes rubbered. For yeah, definitely have like an old pair that for like weddings or random gigs like that. Um, but that was basically the wedding. It was easy. We did about 15 minutes of dancing, which was a bit crazy just because... Um, a lot of choreography we had to set in. There was a lot of waiting time. A lot of waiting, which was 
difficult um because you know you're trying to warm up and then we didn't quite know when we were even supposed to go because they didn't really tell us so no we were kind of just like uh when do we go they changed the schedule last minute that's why yeah and then we were in the bride suite so that was interesting we were there with everyone and then we both like got like food poisoning from like (laughs) this food so bad I think we, I don't know what it was, but we were both really unwell <laughs> at that night. We were like, good night. We're going yeah, home. We went to bed immediately. Like we left as soon as we were done and then we went to bed. <laughs> we were done really late though at like 11. So yeah, we did end up being there pretty late. I feel like, but that's the wedding. So, um, that was what November 11th you said. And then basically nutcracker season happens, which We both had a couple um, Nutcracker gigs that we were getting ready for. So the gigs I did, I had done the previous year as well. But new to me this year was I did it with two different partners for the Sugar Plum gigs I did. And then I had one show where I was Arabian and... That was fun. I really liked doing that, but, and that was very mellow, but that rehearsed, um, in Burbank and that was very easy. But the two partners I did the sugar plum guestings with weren't in town. So we didn't have very many rehearsals for it. So the first weekend I did with, um, Ray Dell, who you've probably seen on my Instagram and we did it the year before as well. Yeah, very good partner and very high energy, which is amazing. He keeps you going backstage, which is nice. And um, but he was touring with the trucks, so he didn't get back until like two weeks before our first gig. And so we actually two weeks was actually fine. So we went over the pot. But then my last round of sugar shows you had one rehearsal yeah, with for the last weekend, yeah, we, my friend Fernando, who I grew up with in San Diego, well, we met around 10 and we trained together down there um, until we were about 16. So I've known Fernando for a long time, but he flew in from New York to do these shows with me and we literally did like two or three rehearsals of it. Crazy. I met him, we rehearsed a few times together just to like yeah. find motivation because with freelancing, there's some you can sometimes get coaching, but it is really like expensive. So normally like I coach myself or Robbie coaches herself, but so we decided to have like merge rehearsals with our partners. So, so we had one like mixed rehearsal with Raydell and then my partner Edward and then with um, Fernando as well. And he was great. He danced with like Houston Ballet. He's very talented. And Raydell's also very talented as well. But Edward. Edward too, and Edward's the one who does Dracula, so. Yeah, Edward, we did um, one guesting. We had one weekend together, so we rehearsed for about a month, which was very helpful. I love, like, working towards something and finding um, just, like, progress with that and, like, adapting and learning with different partners is very helpful to get better as a dancer. Um, I also did it in Virginia. I flew to... Um, where did I go? I went to the middle of Virginia to Blacksburg. It was actually really fun. They, the hospitality was insane. It was like almost going to like the South. It was crazy. They were so nice. They gave me a car, an Airbnb, a credit card. Like it was crazy. Theater looked really awesome too. 
We performed at Virginia Tech, which it was just a little ballet school, but they rent out the theater so that the kids can really have that like cool theater experience and really like learn from that and see professional dancers as well because they fly in us from Los Angeles. And so I did it with one of my partners and we only had like a week of rehearsal too. So once we got there, we were like, oh no, we gotta like, we gotta get this together. And we had like one day and we were like dress rehearsal that night. So it's, it was stressful when we first got there because we just had to like adapt and like learn together, but ended up working well. The shows went well. So I was happy about that. And then the next weekend I flew back or that Monday I flew back and had three days of rehearsal or t- and then performed again and that was my nutcracker thing and I was dealing with an ankle injury this year both of my ankles were acting up especially my right ankle I don't know what was happening but I took two weeks off after nutcracker and now it's finally feeling better haven't danced yet dancing tomorrow for the first time in two weeks so that shall be interesting we're gonna go take class. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. I haven't danced since my last shows either, which was a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, I just wanted the downtime after literally chaos from like middle of September to middle of December. So, and then the holidays. We actually went on a hike yesterday, which was so funny because we were trying to be nature girls January 1st, you know. And it was kind of, I don't know what type of hike I was expecting, but it was very, it was a little bit cold. It was a little spooky, yeah. (laughs) But it was actually really fun. Um, And then we got Thai food after, so that was nice. But yeah, I think we're going to try to get back into class tomorrow. Much needed. I need to. Yeah, so we're going to do that. But Nutcracker season was a success. I love Nutcracker season because it's... I I just love it. It's just, I feel like my body feels like in shape. I feel like I'm just going. Um, It's a great season to make that money. So it was definitely hard though. Like, I mean, cause you know, a lot of times people think um, because I am doing a job that I love. Right. So it doesn't necessarily feel like work most of the time, but there are still days where dancing feels like work and I experienced that this year with some of my Nutcracker shows I was just I think running on like burnout basically just because I had really been going non-stop like Dracula really I have to I have to do so much like behind the scenes for that and I'm also in it I do it to myself and I love it but I was just really and Nutcracker is hard because you know, most of us have done it since we were like four. <laughs> so we've done a million nutcrackers. I always have a nutcracker show on my birthday, which is whatever. Um, I don't know. So I definitely had a lot of fun performing and it was really great to do a lot of shows, which was amazing being on stage. But I definitely did have some moments where I was like, oh my God, like it felt like hard for me, you know? And I feel like and also doing sugar plum paw is so intense. You have to do a full six minute paw with your partner and then you go into your variations, which you barely have. You have like 40 seconds to breathe. You're like <gasps> breathing, catching your breath. You're struggling for life. And then you have to come on and do fortes, which is so scary, which I'm not a natural turner. Robbie is a very 
beautiful turner so i look up to her in that sense but turning doing fates is freaking hard it's a struggle they are hard especially after a full paw but i was really having a hard time with pirouettes this year actually like none of my on did on turns were as consistent like i was able to do them but for me like again going back i'm hard on myself like i have yeah. this because i'm not an adagio girl so i need my pirouettes to happen <laughs> i am very much an adagio girl i love a leg i love to pop a leg but we both have our strengths and weaknesses we're beautiful in our own ways but definitely those sweates were very hard for me and just like finding my center I feel like finding like myself on my leg and having my ribs connected and my shoulders down um is very hard to find especially when you're so so exhausted and for me so the last weekend of shows I did was six shows in two days so we had three shows one day and three shows the next that's crazy too many shows i don't even know like two shows in one day is a lot for me and especially doing grand paw like it's one of the hardest paws like i mean there's hard paws but like it's very 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 hard I think it's hard. Yeah, it's um, it's a different type of hard compared to other paws. But um, I did it last year, the six shows. But this year was definitely harder for me in some ways. Just kind of basically what I've mentioned before. But I didn't do the fuetes for all the shows. I think the first day I did fuetes for all of the shows. And then the second day I ended up doing a Manesh instead. Just because... Three shows is a lot, especially when you're like doing a grand pas. Typically in companies, you don't do that. Like you'll do like a grand pas and then like you'll either have the next show off or you'll have like a smaller role. Or you'll do like core roles or you'll do do drop or you'll do marzipan lead or something or marzipan core or whatever. But it is... It is hard, especially freelancing, because you're like, oh, I'm getting, I'm contracted for these seven shows, and I have to do this, so. You just have to have, like, be mindful about it, and it's okay to make adjustments to it, because it's not how it typically would go in, like, a normal company, and you don't want to risk injuring yourself for future things, right? So, I think it's not even a modification like a manesh is a manesh like you can do it (laughs) yeah I feel like for my first weekend of shows I was really like cautious because my ankle was hurting so bad I was really struggling um and it's like the outside of my ankle so I was like I have so much on my right foot which is weird because normally the paw is on the left foot but I made my whole thing to all the pirouettes on the right foot like why did I do that and then I changed a little bit of my variation which is nice and these like guestings that you could do because you they normally unless you are required to do the specific version you can do whatever version you like so but I decided to do all the pirouettes on my right foot so my right foot was absolutely murdered it's probably why my ankle was so fried but it was okay. I feel better now that I had some rest and it's good to take time off and yeah. yeah. Never mind. I, I need to send my sugar plum tutu back. <laughs> I, that just, this just reminded me I rented one this year, so I need to get that back in the mail. Yeah. Mine is under my bed in there. So I need to give that back to her as well. Yeah. But 
I, I need to just get one made because I know I'll be doing yeah. guestings. Like, I feel like no matter what, I just need like a nice tutu to be made. But yikes. Yeah, I need to get that sent back. <laughs> it's just under my bed, too, actually. But um, yeah, that was kind of my nutcracker season. Crazy, busy, a lot of fun. The kids are always fun to do it with because they just have so much fun. So that's always the best part, in my opinion. It was so cute because these like four-year-olds just get so excited because I have like I put glitter all over like my chest and my hair and like it just everywhere I just love glitter so I put it everywhere and the kids were like freaking out about it and they were like oh my gosh are you a real Disney princess I'm like I just said yes because yes I am a real princess thank you but the kids are what you do it for because they look up to you and it's so crazy because when I was a kid I was like looking up to these professional dancers like I want to be that so bad and now people look up to me I'm like wow that's it really puts everything in perspective so it's really fun but that was a little recap update on everything that we've been going through obviously there's more stories to tell but we are happy to be getting back into this and we're excited to be consistent we're gonna try for every week to do this we're putting it out there into the universe you will be getting new episodes weekly i think we'll do it now we're kind of back into the year it's a new year too new year new us (laughs) we're gonna keep it going um we're kind of figuring out what's we definitely have some things in the work for the new year but we'll get into that in future episodes and like amanda said we'll try to keep going week to week with this so thanks for listening hope you enjoyed it and don't forget to follow us on instagram at ballet diaries podcast we are also on tiktok we made a tiktok so we are excited to have content on there as well but we will see you next week in our next episode bye bye